When I started a podcast, I got to thinking, how do I want to do this? Do I want to start with a pattern, uh, a routine, a way of getting things done? Then I thought, no, I just want to go with wherever the wind takes me, wherever I want to go. It felt right to me. And then I thought, I want to break free. you ever can't hear the TV, you ever really can't hear anything broadcast, just listen really closely. Just remember that... need a little funk, a little head-bopping, funky beat. Just remember, another one bites the dust. This is episode 222. Oh, wow. So it's 222 and 2022. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of twos here. So we're going to get into something here that I must admit, there's a lot of things that I thought I knew or that Mm -hmm. I didn't know different definitions of Mm -hmm. that, as you just just heard, I just looked them up. Mm-hmm. And the guy, this is different than the definition I thought it was. So mm-hmm. there was something, and this is everyone who's listening and doesn't know this is this is my dear friend Lisa. But um, <laughs> there's, uh, you just told me something. Okay, I'm gonna say you just told me something that's called queer baiting. Yep. And if you take those two words apart, first of all, I have personally thought my entire life, queer isn't 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 a term isn't a good Mm -hmm. term it doesn't every time i ever heard it used i've i've always objected to it because it's Mm -hmm. every time someone said it it was an insult yeah and you know don't insult anyone Mm -hmm. and and that's always has how it's always been said Mm -hmm. and then you put baiting together when you bait (laughs) when you bait someone to do something Mm -hmm. you're egging them on 
Like you're, so you put those two words together and it sounds just like a huge slap in the face and it makes me want to deck the person who came up with it. Mm. Like, so I looked up and please please correct me if I'm wrong, which Mm -hmm. I hope, hopefully you will. Um, it, It said queer baiting it, what people use in fiction to hint at at the LGBTQ plus community and, and the LGBTQ plus world. It's it's more of a sort of like a company or creator um, thing where a company or a creator of a fictional work will try to basically appease both sides of um, of the, of LGBT representation where they will hint hint at a um, at a gay character or trans character or bi character um, they'll make hints that it could be rep- it could be representation without actually fully confirming it or well make keeping it like under wraps um in the in the actual like content itself um see my whole thing my whole thing with that as as you saw as you just saw in the text i just sent Mm -hmm. is what are we and i and i'm i'm i a lot of people have told me i'm like billions of centuries ahead of everyone else or a lot of people in the world are thinking it's just why why do we live in a society where people have to hint at things do Mm -hmm. there is absolutely it shouldn't be and this is just my personal opinion it shouldn't be up to decisions it shouldn't be made up to decisions people bottom line every single person on the face of the earth is equal Yep. That's just the way it is. And mm-hmm. you shouldn't you shouldn't have to hint at so what are we in the middle ages? <laughs> like when did when did anyone in this country or in this world become so afraid of hinting at something? If people don't mm-hmm. if people and people have decisions, people I I get that. People have decisions and have free will and free choice. Yeah. So if anyone doesn't like something, they just turn away from it and they can turn it off. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna if you're gonna hint at characters that you're creating, or you're gonna hint mm-hmm. that a character is gay or bi or trans mm-hmm. or anything, then state it. Just yeah. say it. Yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with it. So why are you just hint? Why, why? I guess maybe this is my because of all that. This is my opinion. Why would you? Why would someone feel the need to hint at something like that? There's nothing. Why would you hint at it? You shouldn't. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. No. It's basically big companies. Um. Big companies and certain creators like to. Um, basically basically they want the praise from the lgbt community of like look they're 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 giving representation it's and it's a gay but then also they don't want to alienate those bigots the um homophobes they want to make their product appeal to as many people as possible 
no matter how no matter like how wrong their opinion is about LGBT people. Right. And this and it's it's and this and maybe it's just me because I'm just one person and this mm-hmm. is the way this is the way I feel the world works. But you you you're you you don't want to upset you want to appeal to the LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. but you don't want to upset the the bigots and the people who mm-hmm. are putting them down. Yeah. Well, why? <laughs> why don't you want to upset the bigots? Because they have money that they will give. They will give. Um... People whose people whose opinions, at least to me, and I apologize to anyone mm-hmm. if I if I saying this, I don't mean to offend anyone. This is just me. If people whose opinions are, in my head, people's opinions are wrong to think that we're not all equal, that's just wrong. Because mm-hmm. we are. But if you're trying if you're trying to appease them or trying to appeal them simply because they have money, then you gotta think about what your morals are. If you're if you're sinking to that position for such a for mm-hmm. such an insignificant reason. There's, I mean, if I would, if you, if anyone would give me a bullhorn, I would run, run around, run around the streets of, well, my beloved Seattle or any <laughs> in Vegas or anywhere as well with a bullhorn screaming, we are all equal. Get over it, people. Get used to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've said, I've said for, I know I've said to you and I've said for a long time that it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be accepted it, sh- uh, it shouldn't be an accepted opinion it should be a law people mm-hmm. autumn bottom line people are equal that's yep. just the way it is and and I, I I just I've never understood why people feel the need to hint at at the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. just state it just mm-hmm. state it because that's the way it is Yep. Um, yeah, no, it's... So it's mostly for that... That, uh... Homophobe money. But it's... It also can be because the writer themselves isn't... For some reason just doesn't want to actually... Write. Um, write an LGBT character properly. Whether they are afraid they'll get it wrong or they're uncomfortable with like the actual like actually writing it or whatever um that is that has also been stated as a factor that um can lean into the queer baiting like uh um one of the biggest one of the most like famous examples of queer of queer baiting is Dumbledore in Harry Potter that was huh that was that is considered queer baiting? Yes, because in the text, in the books, there's no statement. There's no like actual it's not stated in the books um, that Dumbledore is gay. It was stated by J.K. Rowling after all the books were written that Dumbledore was gay. And she she was saying like, oh, it's the books are written from Harry's point of view and so there's never really a there was never really a er, 
it's written from Harry's point of view, so it's not really part of his story. So there's only like a slight hint that he had a past with Grindelwald. And so it's like, so yeah, J.K. Rowling said after the fact, like, yeah, Dumbledore's gay without actually like writing it into the books that Dumbledore's gay. And even when they had a chance to show some of that with the Fantastic Beasts movie that has both Dumbledore and Grindelwald, nope, they they still only hint at it without actually confirming in the text in the movie. See, I'm the see, I'm I'm the kind of person that I just I would. I would see that when they when they finally when Dumbledore finally came out or or when when she finally got brought him out or she you said J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling finally confirmed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, like a press release sort of thing. I'm the kind of person who would read the read the press release and go, so what? Mm-hmm. Like, what else is next? Like, well, what's next is that J.K. Rowling became transphobic. So. Oh. So it's like, I was so he's gay. Big deal. <laughs> like, okay. That doesn't make him that wouldn't make him any less of, of anything. So mm-hmm. I and I've often wondered why and may, again, maybe this is just me, but I've often wondered why people people feel the need to to make special to make a special note of that because mm-hmm. they're equal and equal just like every one of us. Mm-hmm. So um, the whole thing, that just, I kind of just read that and that kind of just, I guess you could, as you've heard so far, I guess you could say it kind of angered me a little because yeah. I just, I just, I failed to see why something that is an accepted norm or something that is an accepted that's just the way things are has to be hinted at by anyone like what are we so afraid of what are we what is the world so afraid of that that they have to hint at something like this just say it just Mm -hmm. come right out and say it I don't care no one else will care they're we're all equal so yep and it's like well, people who are LGBT or um, or or are allies do like knowing uh, when characters are LGBTQ because it's representation. But it's it means much less if it's not actually stated. I get. I, I see. I see what you're saying because um, my producers have said when they. When they when they've heard that people have come out, it makes them it, it, it gets them something to relate to because mm-hmm. like it is for anyone when you see someone in something in a movie or a story or whatever a TV show, mm-hmm. you see, hey, this person is like me, this mm-hmm. person is like me, and you can relate. So I understand that they can, like one of my producers and her wife says that when she sees when she sees lesbian representation on TV or in a movie, mm-hmm. it helps her relate to, to the film and to the plot line and to the characters a little bit more. So, I get that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's nice to see yourself and what you're watching or reading or playing. Um, and, uh, but, but when it comes to LGBT stuff, like, clearly not everyone wants to see that. So, so, uh, companies try to play both sides of that. I get it. And I get it. They're, they're, I get that they're trying they're trying to make money so they're trying to play both sides I still mm-hmm. don't I still don't think that they should hint at it I don't think that they should hint or allude to it or at all I think they should just come right out and say it mm-hmm. so you see I mean I don't know if you've been I don't know if you've seen me do this in movies but I've been to countless movies and TV shows before where mm-hmm. I've seen two of the characters on TV and the two, two girls are holding hands mm-hmm and I, I significantly rolled my eyes going, come on, people. Just have them kiss. <laughs> we know she loves her. That's what love is. Just have her kiss. Or mm-hmm. I've, I've been annoyed. I've come out of a theater or come out of my room and watching a movie and been annoyed by the fact that they didn't have the guy's kiss or they didn't have the girl's kiss. Do you... Do you what is this? What, what do people not understand? That mm-hmm. that's what love does. When it that's what love is a man and a woman kiss a woman and a woman kiss a man and a man kiss that's what love is that's a fact so mm-hmm. I just have, I just have always thought that when I see this in a, in a movie or a TV show I've just always thought come on just have him kiss yeah what are you so afraid of mm-hmm so well and then um one of the other examples was like um in Star Wars uh in the recent trilogy um when uh The Force Awakens came out like everyone watched that movie and immediately was just like um Finn and Poe would be a cute couple and then uh the was it the is that the second one or the third one? I think it was the third one. During the press of um, the third Star Wars movie. Uh, or the third of the recent trilogy. The, yeah, one, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. The Rise of Skywalker. I have a page up. Um, when they were doing press for that, it's just like, we'll finally have gays in Star Wars, and then it's just a random random two ladies in the background kissing. Hmm. Well, finally. <laughs> finally. Um, I have a I have a page up. I have a page up on my computer that's um a brief timeline of Disney's 16 first gay characters. And uh that's one of the uh entries was first same-sex kiss in a Star Wars film. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and uh, the uh, en- the little blurb about it at the end says, "But hey, at least we know that gays exist in space." Wait, was and I, I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble right now recalling the I, the IMDb and the cast list. Was po- and maybe someone can write into the podcast Facebook community and let me know. Was Poe? Uh, I want to say Oscar Isaac? Yes. 
Really? Yep. Oscar Isaac is an awesome actor. Mm-hmm. He's really good. I really like him. Another side sidebar here. If anyone wants to see Oscar Isaac, who looks exactly mm. like the like the intro to this episode, which was Queen. Mm. If you want to see Oscar Isaac, who looks exactly <laughs> like the reincarnation of Freddie Mercury, watch Oscar Isaac in Sucker Punch. Mm. And the, the just the way he looks with the stash, I mean, it's like Freddie came back to life. Mm-hmm. It it was so weird, um, like rewatching. Or so after Star War, or after um, the Force Awakens came out, I went back to rewatch a um, San Diego Comic Con panel where they announced the cast of X Men Apocalypse, and when Oscar Isaac was announced as Apocalypse, the cheering was so there was was so subdued compared to what I expected and I was just like apparently or apparently this was before they knew he was in Star Wars because if because like post Star Wars you know that people would be cheering so much for him yeah I would I would have been sure I would have been cheering for him uh post sucker punch mm-hmm. or during sucker punch mm-hmm. but yeah uh X-Men Apocalypse, not a great, uh, not a great, um, example of Oscar Isaac's acting. No. Just say. And I thought, and I thought the, and this is nothing, I, I thought that the Oscar Isaac that I saw in Sucker Punch was different mm-hmm. than, different than the Oscar Isaac in Star Wars. Not that either wall was a downplay for him. It just mm-hmm. seemed like uh, Sucker Punch was a little stronger of a role for him. Yeah. So, so, and Poe was, refresh my memory in Star Wars, Poe was... I mean, you remember The Force Awakens? The, uh, right. The four main characters. There's the girl, the black one, the um, the villain, and then the yeah other guy. He was the other guy. I'm thinking of Rogue One. Sorry, I got mm-hmm. I got sidetracked and I'm started thinking of Rogue One. So another good movie, another good Star Wars movie, by the way. There's mm-hmm. there's six there's there's eight Star Wars movies, as far as I know. The six, there's six, the six, the two trilogies, the, and there, then there's three and, trilogies. Huh? There's, there's the original three. There's the um, prequel one, trilogy. One, two, and three. Thousands. There's the recent sequel trilogy, um, and then there's the two, and then there's Rogue One and, and Solo. Solo, yeah. Now. I kind of I didn't I didn't hate Solo like everyone mm-hmm. everyone seems to have. Oh, and I thought, also there's there's an animated movie too. Isn't I'm sorry I chuckle a little bit about when you mention animated Star Wars. Um. So. 
Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say, go get. We've got, got a little bit of time. I'm watching the timer on the on the app here. That's how I record it. There's an app that lets me do it easily. So, and there's a timer it gives me. So, um, you mentioned something about um, Marvel. Yeah. That you want to mention. So I'll, I'll let you take over. Well, what specifically with the Marvel? Because. Uh... Well, I forget exactly what you said, but you said Marvel, and then didn't you say something about here fill in the blanks because I'm trailing off and I can't think of the word. Uh, well, when I I sent you my uh, or when I was sending you topic ideas, one of them was like my my thoughts on the MCU's plans going forward. Okay. But there's something else I could say about Marvel um, that that uh follows the like queer baiting and um disney's 16 first gay characters uh, thread is that um the uh the uh one of one of disney's first gay characters um makes me real mad not because of the lackluster representation of of it but because it's not true. So when um, uh, Avengers Endgame came out, the Russo brothers, the directors, were saying like, this, this movie is going to have the MCU's first gay, first gay character. And then it's just one of the directors in a cameo role and a, a character that doesn't even have a name. But that's not the MCU's first gay character. Because in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., TV show takes place in the MCU, there was a recurring character um, who was an inhuman with superpowers, who was a part of the main team for a chunk of time. Um, uh, Joey is the character's name. And he was gay. And he specifically, he like talked about his boyfriend and like being on, going on a date with a guy. That's the MCU's first gay character, not unnamed Russo cameo. Now that you said that, that <laughs> reminds me of a reference I want to make. Um, <laughs> I mentioned earlier in the episode, I mentioned my producers and um, she and her wife. Well, one of my producers, uh, her, she has a twin sister <laughs> and her identical twin sister. And by, by identical, I mean like these girls are clones. <laughs> her <laughs> identical twin sister is straight. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has been in plays and she has done plays a lot of plays before and one of the plays that she's done was one of the roles called for her to be in a lesbian relationship mm-hmm. and she had to kiss a girl and she jumped right into the role I remember her mm-hmm. telling me that she jumped right into the role mm-hmm. and 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 a lot of people her boyfriend and a lot of people had asked her do you have any preconceived notions or any preconceived thoughts about this? And she immediately said, absolutely not. And she says, because mm-hmm. it's just kissing. Yeah. Um, and she said, the fact that my sister's gay has absolutely, absolutely nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kissing someone. It doesn't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just kissing someone. And that's what the role calls for. Yep. So, but anyway, go back to what you were saying. That was just a side note that you brought well, up when that, you said that. that. I finished my thought just like... Okay my little rant about how Joey is the MCU's actual first gay character, not unnamed Russo cameo. 
Okay, so you know you know who I thought of? I'm going to give a shout-out to, to, to an actor that I really like. You know who I first thought of? And you're probably, you're probably when I say this, you're probably going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, I figured you'd go there. But when you like, said Joey, you know the first person I thought of? Hmm. Matt LeBlanc. Okay. Now, I'm not going to... Matt LeBlanc, because that's the role he's synonymous with. Mm-hmm. But... I've, I've seen a lot of other Matt, Matt LeBlanc's other roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man with a Plan. I've seen a lot of other Matt LeBlanc's roles, and I like Matt LeBlanc. Mm-hmm. So, when you said Joey, that reminded me of Matt LeBlanc, but go ahead. No, I... I... I don't... Or like, I know his last name, or like, I... Or the character, the, um... Joey from, uh... Right. I, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like... His last name is one of those one of those words, one of those names that it's like, I know, I know technically what it is. I just don't trust myself to pronounce it right. Oh uh, yeah, like I've had I've had a few of those at times where I've looked at the let, excuse me, where I've looked at the the name and mm-hmm. go, like like take jo- take Matt's last name LeBlanc. Mm-hmm. You look at that going how hard that name is phonetic how hard can it be to pronounce mm-hmm. that but then you walk away from whatever you're staring at and you're going oh crud what was his name again mm-hmm. so I know that feeling there's now now I know you mentioned that my favorite and you're gonna go yeah I know who you're talking about mm-hmm. my favorite graphic novel character mm-hmm. you can guess what name I'm gonna say well, Harley Harley. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I I've liked Harley for a while, mm-hmm. and Margot Robbie just knocked her off the charts. But mm-hmm. but I guess that was her intention. But anyway, um, Mar uh, Harley is bi. Yes. Okay. Yep. Huh. Oh right, right, right. Poison Ivy. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, cool. She's just, I just, I just love Harley. I just really mm-hmm. love Harley. Not just because, let's be honest here, Margot Robbie's hot. But mm-hmm. that's, and that's, and let's also be honest, that's probably what factored into her, her being cast in the role. Mm-hmm. So um, there's no need to lie there. That's probably what factored into her being cast into the role. But mm-hmm. has Marvel, Marvel seems to have, as has DC. And I don't want to just sound like I'm singling out Marvel because I'm not, but mm-hmm. DC and the other uh, the other graphic novel series as well, they seem to be changing over to following the LGBTQ plus things the way they're, the way the way the world is going. Yep. Because because they're changing to fit it, mm-hmm. and it seems like they're changing to fit it whether they want to change to fit it or not. That's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's just what they're doing. Yep. Um I just remembered that uh not only did Joey come before uh unnamed Russo cameo in being a uh, LGBT uh MCU character. But when you when you were talking about that I was thinking about um Marvel's what I call the teen teams. The um, the uh, uh, comic book teams that um, 
where all the members are teenagers or young adults uh, and how the teen teams are have a lot of diverse representation because they're more they were created more recently so um uh and the the young avengers in particular there's one token straight er, yeah one token straight (laughs) and that's uh hawkeye uh well kate bishop hawkeye oh see you see hawkeye and i Uh you know i think jeremy renner yeah so no second hawkeye um, but, uh, the Runaways is, was one of the first teen teams that I, like, got into. And, um, the Runaways has a live-action adaption that also takes place in the MCU. And, um, the character Carolina is lesbian. And, of course, she's lesbian in the show. Um, and, but then also, the show took a character that in the comics was straight and actually turned her by for the show, which the comics then later followed suit. So, um, and in addition to those two, there's also Zavin, who's um, uh, gender fluid, so they can switch freely between being male and female. They're a shapeshifter. Um, so yeah, those three characters are all were all in the MCU before unnamed Russo cameo. Unnamed Russo cameo was that just because they couldn't come up with a name? Yeah, the character was literally just the cameo by the director. There was no name oh. in the show or in the movie in the um, credits, so people just refer to. The character is unnamed Russo cameo, and it kind of it kind of grew that way or stuck that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, I know I know there's a lot more. I know there's a lot more. Both of us mm-hmm. wanted to get into, but oh yeah, there's a lot more. And they'll be, believe me, everyone. There'll be another ep- quite a few other episodes. <laughs> believe me. So I just want to say, if everyone, if every everyone wants to to check out a little bit more of the podcast and a little bit more stuff, go on to the podcast Facebook community on Facebook. Facebook community. No, it's the Facebook community on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it's the Facebook community on Facebook. Um, All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you all for sticking around for stick around as long as you have and stick around a little more on the end here. Thanks, Lisa. Bye. Want to check out the best travel vlogger and videos anywhere? Go to Atlantic City, Disney, Six Flags, all along the Atlantic City boardwalk, and go to Vegas. Check out the New York channel, N-U-Y-A-W-K, on YouTube. You will be thoroughly impressed and thoroughly entertained. You will love every second of what you're seeing. Go to YouTube and check out N-U-Y-A-W-K. You'll love what you're seeing. You'll enjoy every second of it.
want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there, true, true friends of this podcast, check out Fantastic Cruising over on Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcasting devices and services. Give them a five-star review. Head on over to YouTube. Look up Fantastic Studios. Give them a five-star review and give them comments. They'll love that to death. They are the greatest podcast out there. Give them a shout out. Want to check out the most amazing adventure in sports and athletic movies anywhere and everywhere? Check out the Locker Room Flicks podcast on Apple Podcasts and all podcasting platforms everywhere. You'll love it.